How's it going? I'm Xander Fryer, just another millennial corporate dropout turned entrepreneur. Since quitting my day job as an engineer just over four years ago, I built a multi-million dollar coaching business, mentoring seven-figure business owners, professional athletes, award-winning musicians, Hollywood actors, best-selling authors, and hundreds of aspiring entrepreneurs. I truly believe that when we couple the right knowledge with a strong desire for action, anything is possible. But most of us are never given the right knowledge, the shit you don't learn in college. The Sidlik Podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, finance, sports, health, and entertainment in order to help you live a life filled with more money, more meaning, and more freedom than you ever thought possible. Get ready to learn the shit you don't learn in college. Hello, hello. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer, and today we're going to talk about why Forbes says that C students are the most successful entrepreneurs. And for all of our Shit You Don't Learn in College fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com to grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now also on Amazon. Now let's get on with the show. So, According to a study done by Forbes with over 200 self-made millionaires, now self-made millionaire being qualified as somebody who came from nothing, family was not millionaires, was making much, 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 much less to becoming a millionaire, right? A study of over 200 self-made millionaires, what they found was that 60% more were C and D students than A students. I'm going to repeat that. Whether they were A, B, C, or D students, there were 60% more people who were C and D students that became self-made millionaires versus A students that became self-made millionaires. In fact, less than one out of five people who were A students actually became self-made millionaires. Now, what this showed was it was actually more beneficial to not be great in school if it meant, you know, being an entrepreneur and building a life that was, you know, where you made more money and had more meaning on your own terms. Now, this is pretty interesting and obviously very aligned with the shit you don't learn in college mantra, uh, because there's a lot of shit that you don't learn in college that does not allow you to make more money, have more meaning, more freedom, and more fulfillment in your life. And uh, the stats show it, right? The data actually shows it. Now, one of my best friends, his name's Josh King. I've known him since middle school, and uh, I was the A student, and he was the C student. And I would always get great grades and I, I, you know, graduated with a really high GPA and a great SAT score and went to UCLA for uh, electrical engineering and Josh struggled. Josh uh, had uh, diagnosed dyslexia and and ADD and ADHD and he struggled in school and he had to go to uh, uh, special learning classes outside of the school system. And I had another friend of mine, Matt, who was diagnosed as slow and had to be in the like the special class. And both of these guys were two of the smartest guys that I've ever met in my entire life. Yet the school system, for whatever reason, was telling them that they were worse. They were C students or even worse, they were the slow students. Right now, I want to give you a little example of where both of them are today. So Josh King uh, is the founder of uh, a company called Manscaped. If anybody's heard of it, he founded Manscaped, which is now a uh, billion-dollar company. And Josh was the founder and the starter of Manscaped. Um, Pretty interesting. And Matt started a medical technology company and invented a 
a screen, a, a, uh, uh, LCD screen and a projection screen that can fit inside of an MRI. Now, if anybody is in the medical field, you know that putting magnets or anything of electrical form inside an MRI is virtually impossible to do, yet Matt was able to figure this out. And he designed audio equipment and he's designed video equipment to fit inside MRI machines to completely transform the uh, the medical industry. And he has a company that, you know, they're now selling these to companies like Hitachi and, and uh, you know, these large companies that they're working on to completely transform the industry. And I have no doubt that this company as well is going to be a multi, multi-million dollar, eight-figure, nine-figure business uh, in the next couple of years. Now, why do I say this? Because if we go back and we look at it, these were two of the kids, two, two of my best friends that the school system failed. They said they were slower. They said they were not good enough. Yeah, these are two of the smartest, most ambitious, and most successful people that I have ever met. They're also the happiest. How could this be? How could this be? We're taught that if we, if we pay attention, we get good grades, we do what we're told, we go to a good college, then we're going to be happier. And the reality is majority of us know that that's not true anymore. Majority of us know that, you know, some of us have to get to that point where we, we have the car, we have the salary, we have the house and the 2.5 kids and all of that sort of stuff. And we realize we're not happy, right? Well, let's talk about how this system has failed us and why more people become self-made millionaires that were C and D students significantly more than were A students. I consider myself a lucky one because I was that A student that eventually made it out. So the first reason that this happens is as C and D students, uh, C and D students tend to have a broader interest and experimentation because they're more focused on they're more focused on finding. Uh, what drives them, what motivates them, whereas A students get by by just, you know, white knuckling, I call it, gritting their teeth, white knuckling, and just doing the shit that they don't want to do, which, you know, it's always good to have grit and the ability to work hard, right? But the truth is, success requires passion, and it requires drive, and it requires an internal fire, right, behind what you're doing. If you're just trying to fight your way through something and you don't have a why behind it, Simon Sinek talks about this all the time, right? If you don't have a why behind it, entrepreneurship is tough and you're going to get punched in the face. And if you don't have a deep, deep why behind it, it doesn't make sense. And you're going to give up much, much quicker. Now, the truth is, as a C&D student, you have broader interest in experimentation. While many A students, like myself, are just put on a path and told to walk forward. Many A students, like myself, you know, I, I was good at math and sciences in high school, so I focused on that and I got good grades. And then I went to UCLA for electrical engineering. And after I graduated, I, I joined the corporate world at Cisco Systems and I was a systems engineer and I made great money and you know, yada, yada, yada. You can, you can see how this goes, right? So many A students end up in careers they hate just because they're good at something. Now, if you're a doctor and you truly love being a doctor, if you're a lawyer and you truly love being a lawyer, if you're a banker and you truly love being a banker or an engineer and you truly love being an engineer, I'm not talking to you. But the reality is a majority of us are told to make this decision when we're 17, 18 years old, what we're going to do with our lives, right? Most of my friends that are doctors made the decision to do pre-med at 17 years old, and then they do four years of pre-med, and then they go to medical school, and then they do residency, and then Whatever that is, 20 years, like 15 years later, they're finally a doctor, right? Now, I have a handful of doctor friends that were truly meant to be doctors, and I love that they're doctors. And I have a handful of other doctor friends that are so just resentful of what they're doing, but they're so far down that path, they can't do anything else, right? And the reality is they were, they were so in line 
from the very beginning that they never had the chance to experiment out or or test out broader interests to find what really resonated with them and then give them the courage to actually go for that. So the truth is C&D students, because they're not hyper great at, at, at math or science or or whatever it might be, they actually experiment with more things to figure out what really captures them. This is hugely important as an entrepreneur. Now, number two, if they're not that person, they might be really passionate about a single thing. They might be hugely passionate about one single thing. And that actually leads to them not really giving a shit about anything else, right? So it leads to less interest and focus in other stuff. And the reality is, as an entrepreneur or a business owner, focus equals growth. The more that you focus on something, the more it will grow. Now, the problem is for A students, we're taught you got to have good grades and you got to have these extracurricular activities and you got to have this, this thing and this thing and this thing. So you have to broaden your expertise to cover everything. And frankly, you don't give a shit about any of it. I know, speaking from experience, right? But the truth is you never get to the point where you actually master one thing. I have a friend of mine who in high school, I used to play the drums in high school and I actually taught him how to play the drums. His name's Tanner Wayne. He was one of my best friends in high school. I taught him his first maybe six months learning how to play the drums. But he wasn't, he wasn't like I was, where I was all over the place doing a bunch of other things. I played baseball. I played soccer. I, I was doing my math. I was doing, you know, I had a job. I had all these different things going on, right? He just played drums. And after about six months of teaching him, he started to surpass where I was at. After about a year, he was really good. And a year and a half in, he actually went pro. While he was still in high school, he started to drum professionally. Now he's one of the best drummers in the world. Because he found what he was passionate about and he focused on that single thing. Now, the other things suffered. He didn't get good grades. He actually went on tour and missed most of his senior year, right? But I'd always been jealous of that, that person that could find that single passion and really resonate with it and really go for it. And he's so happy doing what he loves, making a living, you know, just making music. In the end, A students try to do everything to look good on paper, to look good for their resume, but they accomplish nothing because they never really find that one thing that really lights them up. Now, <clears throat> let's get into some of the deeper reasons why C, uh, C students and D students are, are more successful than A students. One of the things that I see all the time coaching entrepreneurs is one of the biggest things that stops entrepreneurs is what I call perfection paralysis or overanalyzing, fear of being judged, the fear of being criticized for not being perfect. Now, where does this come from? Because the truth is, if you want to be successful, Success loves speed. You have to move forward quickly. And C students know one thing much, much better than A students. Done is better than perfect. Think about this. When you're an A student, when I was an A student, you know, I need to make sure that every project, every test, I, I aced. I did perfectly. I didn't have room to mess something up. So I had to put in extra time, overtime, over and over and over to make sure that there was no room for error, that I would get the A's on the test, the A's on the paper, the, the A's on the projects, right? You didn't have any room for error. Whereas a C student realizes that, hey, they don't need to sweat the small stuff. You know, sometimes it's more efficient to just get something done and then learn from that and move forward. All right, when I first started my coaching business, because I was an A student and because I was, I was successful at Cisco and I always did really good on the projects and presentations and those sorts of things, right, I wanted everything I did in the very beginning of my coaching business to be perfect right from the beginning. And that almost killed my business. I realized that I was overanalyzing every little thing. And this is the problem. You know, I, I did this when I first started. I was, I was looking at my, my logo and my, my colors and my fonts on my website. And I would spend 
hours trying to figure out my logo and hours trying to figure out the little design on my website. And then I remember taking it to one of my, one of my mentors and he said, how much time did you spend on this? I was like, yeah, maybe like 10, 15 hours. And he's like, yeah, it's crap. You're going to need to do it over. I was like, what do you mean? I spent so much time on this. I was like, yeah, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. You're going to need to redo all this shit. He's like, if you had just co come to me and showed me where you were at in the very beginning, one hour in, I could have told you all of this, but you wasted 14 hours trying to get it perfect. Not realizing that you were running in the wrong damn direction. Ooh, that hurt. The reality was if I had just gotten something done and given it to him in the beginning, he would have said, you're going the wrong direction. He would have pointed me in the right direction. Then I could have started building that direction. It would have saved me 15 hours. The truth is, as an entrepreneur, done is better than perfect. And most of the time, if we're an A, a student, you know, think about it. You're, you're trying to get everything perfect. So now you want to get your logo perfect. You want to get your, your name of your company perfect. But you're not going to know if your logo's right or your name is right or your offer's right or your website's right until you start working with people and they start giving you feedback. So the truth is, you got to put yourself out there. You got to make it happen first. But that's a little bit more difficult when you're so used to trying to get it perfect the first time around. And C students and D students understand you're never going to get it perfect the first time around. And it's more important, more important to get it done the first time than to get it perfect. Now, I did actually learn this later on in life as an engineer, and it's what's, what's called the waterfall process, the waterfall model. And essentially what you do in any form of software development, right? You got to get a, a first viable product, a minimum viable product or MVP out as soon as humanly possible. And, and the reason you're doing this, you're not trying to create a perfect product. You're trying to, let's say you have 10 features that you want to hit. You create a product with the most important two or three and you get it out and test it to see if the market actually likes it, to see if, if, it, if it does the way, the things that you want it to do, or if it's filled with bugs and it doesn't work and people don't use it properly. Right? Because the truth is, if you go try and build the perfect product and then you put it in and you spend a year developing the perfect product and you put it in the market and it fails, well, now you wasted a year. But what if you could spend three months getting a minimum viable product out in the market and people could see how they like it and what works, and then you start to implement the rest of the features, feature four or five, six, as you get there and get better. And you get the feedback so that by the time you're 12 months in, you actually have a perfect product. That's the waterfall model. And this is the model that C students actually implement as entrepreneurs because they're not afraid to put out C minus work. Ooh, this is hard for all the A students listening to this. If you're an A student and you're an entrepreneur, you need to get used to putting out C minus work to learn what C plus work is. And then you need to put C plus work out there to learn what B minus work is. And then you need to put B minus work to learn B plus and then B plus to learn A minus and A minus to learn A plus. That's the process. You can't just put out the first product that you ever put out there is not going to be A plus work. So success loves speed of implementation. So you can implement take feedback, review, and correct. Now, the last thing that makes C students more successful as entrepreneurs than A students is pretty simple. It's what I call the rule bender rule. Now, A students are not rule benders. Most of them. I was actually a little bit of a rule bender. But most A students are not rule benders. They're not critical thinkers. They don't question what they're doing, the path that they're going on. They're put on a path and they just kind of go down it, right? A lot of them. It's you're told, you know, I was told that if I get good grades, then I can go to a great college. And if I get go to a great college and I could get a great degree and I could get a great paying job. And if I got a great paying job, I would have a great life. And I, you know, I would, I would get a, a good looking wife and I'd be able to have kids and I'd have a happy life because I'd be stable and all this sort of shit. This is what I was told. And I believed it. Right. I didn't question. I didn't question it, you know, but then as I started to go down that path, I started to, I started to question. I started to critically, critically think I'm, I'm making great money and I, I drive a nice car and I'm, I'm supposed to be happy, but I'm not. 
right? Now, there's a lot of C students that start to question a lot sooner, right? Students like Josh, students like Matt, who, who, who were the smart kids, but for some reason, the school system told them that they weren't. And rather than just letting the school system tell them that they were failures, they just went, well, I don't believe you. I'm smart and I'm creative and I'm going to figure something else out because you're not right for me. So a lot of C and D students are rule benders and rule breakers. They don't like doing things the way that they're told to do things. And that's what leads to creativity. The ability to question the status quo is what leads to innovation. Question what is true, what is objective, what is and what isn't. And that's what leads to the progression of the human race, of the economy as a whole. So in the end, the truth is, if you want to be more successful, you need to start to think a little bit more like a C student. You need to be willing to break the rules. You need to be willing to put stuff out there before it's ready. You need to find something that you're passionate about and go all in. And if you don't know what you're passionate about, you need to test different interests and experiment a bunch to figure out what it actually is that you're passionate about. Don't be afraid to go test and dabble and try things out until you can figure out, man, this is the thing. Especially if you're young, right? Gary Vee says your 20s are phenomenal for making mistakes. It isn't until your 30s and 40s where you really need to buckle down and focus in on something. So let's learn from the C students so that we can be more successful. That's all we have for today. Don't forget that knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure you implement what you learn here with us. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com to grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now. All right, that's all we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. And if you did, please share this episode on your social media and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with the others that need it. So we really appreciate the support. Thanks a ton.